Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, the Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. On today's episode, Harry's talking again to Jamel Harris from Digital Interruption. This time, the guys get into passwords, encryptions, VPNs, and all the kinds of ways that you can keep yourself safe whilst working remotely. Practically, what can we be doing as people working from home? What are the the sort of biggest, easiest things we can be doing to make sure that we're staying as secure as possible at home? And this is probably good advice when we go back to the offices, right? Like it's good to keep ourselves secure whenever possible. You, you put a lock on your door for a good reason. So there's probably reasons to, to be taking care of your data as well. So what are the top tips you've you've got, do you think? So uh, that's a tough one. I hope I don't miss anything important. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't have these written down. But firstly, there's, there's two different things, right? So there's the company stuff and, and personal stuff. So as a company, if someone listens to this, it is a you know, business owner and they, they do have staff and think about how to protect their company, their organization, you know, think about a VPN, for example, have a VPN like in, in maybe in your office if you still have one so that um, staff are using that to connect to the uh, internal office network. That way, if there, there are malicious devices on people's home networks, which they could be, you know, they, people could still be, you know, with their work laptop and they, you know, they could have their kid that has is, is installed some kind of malware on their device or something. You know, by using a VPN, that network traffic is a bit more protected. You know, making sure that there's firewalls installed on people's devices. Um, you know, making sure that there is some kind of patch policy. Making sure there's a, a password policy. So, you know, firstly, so that the patch policy means that devices are updated when they need to be. Password policy, obviously, like strong passwords. So, so, you know, ha- having those things in place it can, can be really, really important if you are trusting people to you know, bring their devices home, plug them into kind of untrusted networks. You know, again, as, as people start to get more used to this kind of thing, once lockdown starts to lift a little bit, I'm sure people will start to go to coffee shops a bit more, maybe work from there. there and in those cases, you, you never know the security of the networks. So VPNs, again, can help. So, you know, that, that type of things companies can do, you know, thinking about security, trying to, to use some of these things. Having policies around um, encrypting data, as I mentioned before, can be really good. I want to come back. You said encryption, and that was something I wrote down earlier. Okay. What what kind of encryption tool, what, can you just describe encryption tools for me? When, when What are the use cases and when is it useful for us to kind of start using them? Because it sounds like something that's really techy and complicated, but maybe it's something that we could all just easily start using. Well, unfortunately, it still is a little bit techy and complicated. Okay. Like it's one of the, the downsides. Um, not impossible. And there are things that you know people can do to make it a bit easier. As I mentioned before, I, I use GPG, which is this program, um, which you can use to encrypt documents. But it's based on PGP, which is um, like this uh, this protocol for, for, for doing it. It was originally used for encrypting emails. Uh, and unfortunately, the reason why it hasn't really caught on is because it is a little bit like complex. But again, not impossible. But there are other things, you know, like um, creating a, a zip file, an encrypted zip file with a, a strong password can be a good way of doing it. You just need to find a way to get that password to someone. So it, this is what we will do sometimes if we're dealing with some, some of our customers, then they're not particularly like technical. So setting up some like like um, GPG for them is not going to be like possible. Uh, we will put the like report in, in, a, in a zip file, encrypt it, like give it a strong password, and then email them the the zip file, and then WhatsApp them the password. So there's these two different methods, so that because uh, because what I see a lot of the time as well is people like emailing the encrypted file, and then they email the password, and 
you know, if someone gets access to the email, they get both of those things anyway. So using like these two uh, these two routes can be important. So so yeah, there are definitely like tools and stuff out there that that will help. But unfortunately, yeah, it's it's not it's not like a super easy thing. Right. So it's not something we should all start doing tomorrow because it's probably a bit complicated. So I would say it's worth investigating how to do it, um, especially for a company. Uh, now that is I've talked about here about like encrypting files as you're sending them. The one thing that is actually really easy to do is encrypting your hard drive. And that's something that I recommend everyone do on Windows. Well, not on Windows Home, I don't think, um, but on Windows like professional and above, uh, you can use BitLocker to encrypt your, your Windows laptop for any, any Linux users. They can use something called Lux. If you are using other versions of Windows, like Windows Home, you can use Veracrypt. And basically the, you can just like set these up really easily. You know, you give it a password. And what it basically means is when your laptop turns itself on, you could enter one password to decrypt the hard drive and then it boots and then you enter your login password. Okay, great. So it's just that extra layer of yeah. security. And that protects you from um, like if there's theft, if someone steals your device um, or you lose it or something like that, then all the files that are on there are encrypted. Now, again, that, that won't that won't help you if you're sending files over the internet in clear text or something like that, but it will at least protect you from like, you know, physical access to the devices. So my top tips are always around password security. You know, make sure that your passwords are strong, make sure they're unique. Ultimately, it means a password that you can't remember, right? Okay. So there are tools out there that will generate passwords for you. You know, there are like password managers, they're called. What they, how they basically work is, is you remember one password for the password manager. The password manager remembers all your other passwords and generates them as well. Because if you don't do that, the only alternative it really is to have memorable passwords or, or, or to, to, to share passwords. And that is like the number one way we get into to a company. On my computer here, I have got a list of, um, of password breaches. So if a company gets hacked, like they do, like LinkedIn got hacked um, a few years back, it's always happening. You're always hearing about all these breaches. Well, what happens is those um, emails and passwords, they go out on, onto the internet and people like me download them and store them. So if I'm trying to, to break into a company, you know, acme.com, I search my list for acme.com and find all the email addresses and all the passwords for any breach that, that might have happened. And then I will try every um, every email address with the corresponding password, and I'll try to get in that way. So what you want to try and do is make it so that, yeah, if, if LinkedIn gets hacked, you're not using the same password that you, you're then using for Outlook. Because if you are, and LinkedIn gets hacked, I've now got your password that I can use for everything that you you log into. So so what you want to make sure is that it is, um, it is unique, so that doesn't happen, and then strong as well, so that it can't be guessed. Because, you know, if your password is just the, I don't know, the domain name, <laughs> you know, domain name one.com, then that's, that's very, it might be unique because it's different for every website. You know, for Facebook, I use Facebook one as the password. Uh, it's going to be unique, but it's going to be like guessable. If I can find one of your passwords, then I can figure out the rest of them. The, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I definitely recommend password managers. Now the, the, the disadvantage, and I should really bring this up is that, if the password manager gets hacked, then someone gets access to everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So I do. I use I use a, an application called LastPass. There's another one called OnePass Password. All really great tools. 
but I am left with this fear of, because I've forgotten my password for my password manager before. <laughs> okay, and, that's, that's and, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem and it's really hard to get back into it. And also I just realized, well, if I know my own password manager password, someone else could could hack that. And that's, you know, they've basically got access to everything, which is potentially worse than if you had weakish passwords for all your individual services. Yeah. So that's definitely something to, to consider. The password for the password manager should be strong and unique as well. I would say have like six or seven words as your, as your password. So a password, in my opinion, a passphrase is better. So, you know, rather than having like password one, have six or seven different random words, like light bulb, camera, mug, headphones, not a phrase, not like the hills are alive or something like that. Just like, like six or seven random words, you know, maybe even longer. They're relatively easy to remember because you could think of like a story in your head. And so it's actually become easy to remember those things, but also write it down, right? To your password manager, write down the password, keep it somewhere safe, you know, you can keep it at home somewhere because again, the attack, the, the, the concern is that somebody on the internet would get into your password manager. Make a super strong password, write it down, keep it here. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions for us, or if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, then email us, wfh at lewistreet.co. And remember to subscribe. We'll be back with new content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah.